0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Vampire Weekday. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host Kevin. And today we're covering Holiday um, off of uh, Vampire Weekend's second album, Contra. Um, Yeah, this is a really, really fun one to analyze uh, as, as we were talking before we started. It's definitely not exactly what we were expecting.
1: Contra gets better track by track you know what I mean like it's it's actually incredible how much depth there is here um and like obviously there was a little bit of wokeness in the first album but like to really get into it like on album two is is really remarkable by these guys
0: yeah I I definitely did not have as much appreciation for Contra until we've we've had a string of Contra songs that we've analyzed and every single one we analyze it it there's more to it than i thought Mm. so it's it's been a lot of fun um and yeah this this episode is definitely an episode of woke vampire weekday i don't i don't think there's any way around this one yeah
1: i mean the only way around it is i i I was saying to nico before i got on i mean i had never scratched the surface on this song and it's like you know it's happy it's poppy and it's like Really, the only, the only lyric I could really point out was the healthy sense of worth song. I'm like, this is fun. But like, as I started look at the lyrics, I'm like, there's no way this doesn't mean something, right? <laughs> and then I, <laughs> we started doing some digging and I realized that I'd been had.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people, <laughs> I think a lot of people had been. I was going through a Reddit thread on it and they were just talking about how much they loved this song. And there were <laughs> multiple posts multiple folks saying like oh it's so different from most vampire week the de- weekend because it's it's happy it's fun like it's just carefree and, and mm-hmm. i'm reading it going right, did they read the lyrics because <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact opposite of that when you actually dig in um so it- I, I, yeah Listen, and i think yes. we'll, we'll,
1: we'll get to the music video at some point but i think coupling that with the music video that again is just kind of a surface level like this yeah. is fun like you know it's hard to it's hard to read in when the happiness and the the brightness is so like front and center, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So enough talking around the bush. Let's, let's dig in. Um, Yeah. So first thought it's Ezra has confirmed that the song was written about the Iraq war. Um, And he, it, the, the main lyric that's inspired by that uh, fully was, is in the bridge of vegetarian sensitivity the invasion she never, she's she'd never seen the word bombs and it was inspired by a cousin of his who in 2003 when the US um, went into Iraq um, she stopped eating meat because he said it wasn't a form of protest but it was just this visceral reaction that she had uh, where she just had to do something because she had never seen Uh, such a thing Uh, never experienced war in her life uh, I guess and so so that kind of goes into the rest of the song which I think really blends well with last week's episode taxi cab on privilege where there's this privilege here where you've never actually encountered war And even if you have, you can just kind of put your head in the sand and act like it's not there. And in an interesting way, a lot of people, when they hear the song, they're doing that exact same thing, putting their head in the sand and not actually listening to what's going on. Um, So I I think the difference in lyrical depth and um, happy-go-lucky music is almost the same as the difference that people talk about the war when it, when they kind of can just put it to the side whenever they want to.
1: Yeah, I think, I think American citizens, and this has been the case for generations now, are fortunate that they have not had to experience acts of war on their own soil with the exception of Pearl Harbor and 9-11, which are two days that every American knows and hold in high reverence. Um, mm-hmm as terrible terrible days and to think about it like that it's like it is really easy to not either not realize something's going on or to not think about it that much and i don't know how much how much it's our fault but i nico and i are both born in the late 90s so tension in the middle east has been going on our entire lives specifically with u.s involvement our entire lives and yet rarely if ever was it at the forefront you know what i mean at least Mm -hmm. in terms of like when you and i could think about it and that's really interesting because like people talk about the iraq war we never really actually declared war on iraq you know it's very strange to think about it like that it's just this tension and obviously like it's not like a cold war i mean there's actually there's been bloodshed unfortunately um but it's also been really easy to pretend like it's not happening
0: yeah for sure uh I wanted to dig in a little into the setting at play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we talked about how it's, it's definitely in the U.S. and how the U.S. It has been fortunate enough to only have those two events of war happen on its soil um, But uh, in, in recent history. But I think the setting goes even deeper in that Ezra has gone on saying that the Contra album is the setting is heavily based in California which you see in California English Um, and then on this one you see with like surfing language and and such and even the music video they're they're seen going to an in and out drive-through so it's it's definitely California. Uh, Do you think it being in that specific state has anything to do with it? I'd say it's part of it.
1: Um, You and I have both talked about our experiences of living in California briefly for the few months that we have and how there's so much culture going on. I mean, in terms of national brands, you can make the case that California is, is as large, if not larger than the United States as a whole. There's just so much going on. It's sensory overload at times. And is that not a perfect situation for you to forget that there's turmoil overseas across the ocean somewhere else you know
0: yeah i think the thing that stuck out to me with that setting is across the u.s there's different political views of course um but california is mainly democrat and i think it's pointing towards they care about the war and they're generally anti-war and yet it's still not at the forefront of their minds, they can still cast it away. And it's still this foreign concept to them. Um, I, it, it would be a different message if it was someone who is just like, okay, I'm fine with this war, go US patriotism and all but it's, it's not that it's someone who has this visceral reaction where they can't even eat meat when they find out this war is a real thing that affects them mm-hmm. um and yet can go surf the next day uh, like nothing's wrong
1: yeah absolutely when you when you make that point of, not to take a, a stance here or anything but you see a lot of discourse especially over the past summer months people making the distinction between liberalism and leftists mm-hmm. and there's kind of a little bit of that energy here when you when you put it like that
0: yeah yeah that's exactly what i was i was thinking mm-hmm. um and another lyric that reminded me of that discourse this past summer, especially um, the lines, she, she'd never seen the word bombs blown up to a 96 point futura. She'd never seen an AK in a yellowy day glow display, a t-shirt so lovely it turned all the history books gray. And so those last three lines, I think, hold a lot in that at that moment she sees an AK and a yellowy dayglow display which I took as this like vibrant I, I looked up dayglow, and it was used in a lot of like 1970s psychedelic art um, mm-hmm. almost like anti-war art and it, it almost remi- it gives me this image of her coming across this like highly stylized anti-war flyer um, or whatever, uh, and that's what grabs her attention, not the actual people dying across the sea, not the actual war that's going around, but the highly stylized um, image that comes across her uh, view Um, to the point where a t-shirt so lovely, this t-shirt that shows whatever that message is, it turned all the history books gray. It makes the history books irrelevant because who wants to read history when you have this nice uh, vivid um, day glow display that you can look to, um, that tells you all you need to know, right? And what it reminded me of was um, with a lot of the, um, the racial tensions and Black Lives Matter protests this past summer, you would see a lot of Instagram posts and a lot of them were great and helpful, but you'd see a lot of them where it was this highly stylized, like nice to look at um, thing that really didn't tell you much and really didn't call for action. It just made you feel educated and made you feel good about the concept. Mm-hmm. And yet did you do anything to help? No. And so I think, it, it, it reminded me of the worst uh, display of that um, where there was um, on Instagram, there was a post that was everyone was sharing in their stories where it said uh, awareness about the situation in Lebanon with the bombing that happened. Mm hmm. And it's like, we don't need awareness. We need to donate money. We need to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the difference between saying or saying you, you know about it and you think it's wrong and actually doing something to help. Um, and I felt like that really went along with this song's message.
1: No, I, I, and again, this has been such a huge theme over the past several months. And not to diss on anybody who's posting stuff with their Instagram stories, I mean, a lot of those folks are like, definitely have their head in the right spot but Mm -hmm. it's the difference between being a part of the conversation and thinking that is the end of the conversation you know what i mean like and i i just think it's so cool that we get to talk about a song like this at this point in our nation's history i mean this is a song written 10 years ago and i mean this is stuff that's been talked about for a long time and i mean you can make the case that these sorts of tensions have been around for forever um but talk about it like that. I mean, and the the juxtaposition of the yellowy day glow display and the gray history books backs up your backs up your point here. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I think it's absolutely wild how well this song fits into modern day discourse. Uh, even though, like you said, it's a ten year old song, mm-hmm. um, it is wild how well it fits. Um, so. So are we saying that it doesn't have to do with just Christmas car shopping uh, as Nissan would like you to think?
1: Exactly. Um, (laughs) I mean, I I was saying to Nico before the show, I had a, I had a born in the USA moment with this thing where it's like, I'm happy with it. I'm like, there's gotta be something wrong here. And then I started looking into it. It's like, Oh shoot. This is a little bit deeper than born in the USA though. I mean, you listen to that song and you can listen to. Went down to see my VA man, son. Don't you understand? I think it's pretty clear there's something up there. Mm-hmm. This actually requires a little bit of a deeper analysis. And without Ezra straight up saying this is about the Iraq War, would we ever know? I don't think so.
0: No, I mean it would. It would. You could make the reference, but it would be a stretch, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a little deeper for sure, um, and. Yeah, it gave me such born-in-the-USA vibes where you have people just blasting it as something that it's not when you see it on all these commercials. I think it was in the 2010 holiday season. There was, like, three car commercials that yeah. used this. I <laughs> was looking at <laughs> some.
1: It, was it Honda that did one? Yeah. Um, and then some fashion company did, too,
0: right? Tommy Hilfiger, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And so... So people just knew it as that Christmas Vampire Weekend song. (laughs) It's like, no, that's not what it is. Man. Well, because we were talking
1: before as well, there are a lot of great songs named Holiday. Lil Nas X dropped a single like two or three weeks ago (laughs) called Holiday. Um, There's obviously Holiday that goes into Boulevard of Broken Dreams, Green Day. Um, there's a Weezer song called holiday. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a used thing and I don't think any of those, well, I guess green day kind of gets a little woke, but like, (laughs) it fits in so seamlessly, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, what did you think of the line? One line that gave me pause was half of me is the gasoline, but the other half's the surf.
1: I'm marking this down as my favorite line of the song because okay. at surface level, this is such like a dude's rock type lyric. Like <laughs> I'm in my car, I'm driving <laughs> the beach, this is great. And then I saw someone's take that half of me is the gasoline, other half's the surf. A lot of folks are saying the reason we got into a war in the Middle East is because of oil. Mm-hmm. And you can see yourself being torn between why are we caring about this war in the Middle East but also it's a really nice sunny day let's go to the beach you know and that line right there i think is 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 the song in a nutshell
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i I like that take definitely definitely could see that
1: yeah i don't know where i saw that but i think that would that kind of put it all together for me someone saying like it's an oil reference
0: Mm -hmm. how do you think um the music video blends into all of this
1: yeah it's hard to say i think if they weren't wearing the powdered wig outfits that would I think it it would kind of mar the meaning of the song. I feel like that is, like I said, I I was reading up on what they wanted to do and kind of the idea was they wanted to do a quote unquote fish out of water type experience. Mm -hmm. And you almost think about someone from like high society being thrown into a unique situation, a, a, a alien situation. You know, you think of the idea of somebody who lives in, suburban LA who's living a very normal happy life all of a sudden potentially being thrown into this news of turmoil in the Middle East I think there's there's a pretty pretty stark contrast you can draw there that's kind of my thought on it and I think that might be why they chose to wear the outfits I also think it's funny how they're doing like funny things albeit like normal things kind of like crazy like fun things and then the end scene where they're just beating up those surfers <laughs> yeah so just funny.
0: assaulting which i think i
1: kind of ties into what we've been talking about um inciting violence like where you're not from um, mm-hmm. but it, it, at the moment it's just so funny
0: i i was reading about how one funny note from the music video is that all of the music video besides the assault is illegal like was filmed yeah illegally. i saw that because apparently they didn't have a permit to film it while driving around mm-hmm. uh um, i think they filmed it uh during a day off of um what's it called the music festival they they, they played LA. coachella the day after coachella, yeah i read right. that too so they filmed it the day before uh they played at coachella and <laughs> um yeah apparently they didn't have a permit to to film it but they were able to assault the guy, and that was legal. <laughs> so, am I crazy here? Did
1: it look like they actually shot this in film?
0: It like it doesn't look like a digital shot. Bad.
1: <laughs> my well, but like in a in a classic way. Because my, yeah. my my initial thought was it reminded me so much of the. 90s like late 80s early 90s tom petty music videos um like free fall has a music video where it's like you know the shots of like a pool or like somebody driving down the street and it's tom like looking into the camera the way ezra does those yeah. are great music videos um and i, I feel like there's an inspiration there especially considering the setting um, i
0: could see that yeah so it looks pretty um pretty different from most modern music video that's the thing like like you know, the delivery
1: was 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 very unique and like the way it was filmed like there's no reason you shouldn't be using a high-def camera you mm-hmm. know nine unless you're trying to make a point
0: yeah i i definitely agree that its main point is a fish out of water um mm-hmm. in the same sense that this girl who who decides not to eat meat because she's so shocked by it all is a fish out of water to that conversation mm-hmm. um and i think there's also in the music video the sense of that privilege there um these highly aristocratic privileged folks come to california and kind of just do whatever they want and don't care how it affects others Mm -hmm. um I also think they just wanted to have fun with it. <laughs> I think yeah. there is oh all of gosh. that, but also I think they they were having fun with it.
1: I mean, you're 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 gonna get you're gonna make something that's gonna get people talking about your song in one way or another. I mean, like, obviously you want to deliver a message, but you also got to sell records. And mm-hmm. it's actually, thinking about it, it's actually incredible how uncompromising this band is. Like, mm-hmm. they will not, and we've seen this so far, what, 11, 12 songs deep in this show, and They are uncompromising in their willingness to deliver a harsh message. And they do such a good job of hiding it or making it into a hit, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, And then my final question for the song is, what holiday is it referring to?
1: So I saw one take that's just like a bank holiday, like,
0: Mm. which is kind of a
1: lame reason for it. But like, (laughs) I don't know, this is a good question the best I, one of the year you know i mean there's that's that's something specific
0: i am leaning towards july 4th just because okay. you're able uh the line but if i wait for a holiday could it stop my fear and so you're able to kind of push down those thoughts of is this war bad by just mm-hmm. seeing fireworks and being like yay usa yeah. good yeah <laughs> so, yeah. blind patriotism yeah so.
1: patriotism is fine blind patriotism is not fine and yeah. i think that's a, that's a huge theme here
0: mm-hmm. and so I, I i would tend to say that holiday um i i think it's kind of vague though
1: that makes the most sense if you're gonna pin down a specific holiday yeah
0: did you have anything else uh on this song before I mean, like,
1: the thing is, we could go through this line by line, mm-hmm. but really all of these lines kind of reinforce the theme we've been talking about. So I don't oh, think it's yeah. necessary. Um, the mention of Futura font, I think it's fascinating because obviously the band uses that typeface in all their work. Mm-hmm. Uh, a popular choice of Mr. Wes Anderson, a personal... F- fan of well not a fan of mine but uh, i'm a fan of his <laughs> wes and anderson's you know, a fan of yours <laughs> i mean i don't know if he's heard of me but you like to think that we he's, share he's some actually aesthetic. a vampire
0: weekday listener which huge, little known fact
1: huge fan of the show um and like that's clearly an aesthetic that you think the band is likely drawn from in some capacity um but the having that blown up in the, the word bombs that is blown up in 96 point futura um I read a reference somewhere that that would be the kind of thing that a newspaper would pull like print Mm. in bold typeface uh which makes sense because like you look back on like the events that occurred after Pearl Harbor and 9-11 you look at some of those newspaper headlines and it was usually very simple like attention grabbing headlines that would say like bombs or war or something like that in huge typeface
0: yeah agreed I saw someone linking it to Stanley Kubrick's Dr. Strangelove or how I learned to um, stop worrying and love the bomb, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it directly links, but I feel like the song's message is definitely inspired by it. Um, sure, just just yeah the, the oh, I'm just gonna stop worrying and be okay with it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It's an easier thing to do than to actually care at times. And of so I course. think in that sense, it connects.
1: Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, again, there's so many little things in this song with the overarching theme. Once you get that context from Ezra is very clear and pretty much everything reinforces that
0: throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agreed. So favorite lyrics from the song? I think you mentioned it earlier. Yeah,
1: the half of me is the gasoline but other half's the surf is perfect.
0: Okay, okay. Mine has to be um, she'd never seen the word bombs blown up to 96 point Futura there's just so many references within it and also the double meaning of bombs blowing up and also text being blown up to mm-hmm. 96 point uh, Futura that is then, so nice like yeah. you said Futura being a font that Vampire Weekend uses constantly um, I, I just really like how many stuff is jam packed into those two lines mm-hmm
1: yeah so, excellent
0: great uh so top five this is probably
1: gonna make my top five i'm gonna go uh stranger harmony hall then i'm gonna go holiday um okay. and then let's go unbelievers and then um gosh i don't even know walcott i guess
0: <laughs> not that be- it's
1: it, it's like it's just so weird every week it's like yeah the top not two or three are easy and after that it's just like mm-hmm. there's a lot of good songs
0: I'm going to go Unbelievers, Stranger, uh, Campus, Holiday. And then I'm feeling Jonathan Lowe this week. No
1: Harmony Hall in the top no, five? No,
0: I, it will be back in some point, but <laughs> it's not this week. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling a more early Vampire Weekend vibe, okay? Yeah. is the only one that fit uh this week
1: it's weird that you mentioned that because like it really is like two eras because like Mm -hmm. i i look at the band as something that i've gotten into within the past year or so and then you talk to people like oh i was big into them in like middle school and it's like we're on two separate wavelengths here (laughs) that's just very interesting to me and this was like like i've heard people describe vampire weekend as a relic of the obama era and to me that is such a foreign concept but like it's true yeah if not for the most recent album it's absolutely true
0: that's true I've never, I've never thought of that. <laughs> never thought of them like that. But yeah, I guess that's right. Um, and then finally, pick a song for next week from our hat. The hat this week is a number two A um, and M hat. Um, of course, for Johnny Football, Johnny, Johnny Mantel. Johnny Uh He flamed out in the NFL, but man, was he fun to watch in college. He gave,
1: he gave us some good times. That's oh, right.
0: Yeah, picked this since Heisman's coming up. Ian book for Heisman. Am I right? Ian book, for, Ian book is, is
1: Johnny football right now for, <laughs> for folks that watched the Syracuse game yesterday. I mean, you'll know what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he shouldn't win the Heisman, but like, man, it would be fun to watch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so song for next week, big blue. All right. So we got we go. more spoken word type. Uh, Excellent. Coming up. Um, so that should be fun. Get back to father of the bride. Um, Thanks for joining us uh, this week and we'll see you next week.
1: Take it easy, folks.